Hello everybody. Today I'm going to be talking about something that I find very important, means a lot to me. Um, it's I've noticed it's becoming very popular, especially in an age where we're seeing people suffering with their mental health significantly more. Um, I don't know what the cause to that is, but hopefully we can look further into this in future podcasts. Um, what I'll be talking about today is meditation. Now I've been doing meditation for three or four years now and the benefits have been absolutely amazing. Um, the, I have to admit they are subtle, but when it comes to dealing with your mental health and stress, this is a very good antidote in learning how to deal with your emotions and thoughts. So let's not waste any time. I'm gonna crack on meditation, here we go. So let me give you a little bit of context as to why I started meditating. So three years ago or four years ago, I've lost track of the time. Um, I had like something hit me like a truck, came in like a wrecking ball and I had um, a really dark time. And so I went to the doctors and the doctor said that I was, uh, I had a, a panic disorder alongside um, depression. It's pretty severe. Um, and so the doctor gave me an option, really. It was, a, he was gonna give me antidepressants or I could go and do counseling. So I thought, I don't really fancy trying the antidepressants route, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely fine if that works for you. So I took the counseling route. So I went to counseling, didn't find that particularly useful. And from there, I actually booked into some private P uh, CBT lessons which is cognitive behavioral therapy for those that don't know. Um, did those and they were really useful, but they were quite expensive. And I thought, right, maybe let's try something else, something that I can kind of, that, that I've been hearing people talking about. And so I stumbled across meditation. So I started with meditation apps. And from there, I have to say, it has given me the, the toolkit and the framework to actually deal with my mental, mental health um, kind of, obstacles as they arise. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that now. Just thought I'd give you some context into my life. You may find it relatable. If so, great. And if you do find it relatable, give meditation a go, right? So I'm going to start this with a little quote from a very old man named Socrates. And you may have heard of him. And he said that the unexamined life is not worth living. Now, that's quite an interesting quote, really, because I would argue that a lot of us go through our lives and so many people have passed through this life and they haven't really given the inner working of their, the inner workings of their mind a thought. An examined life is much more interesting and I'd say far less painful. In our lives, it's, it's possible to be distracted and want the wrong things and that's, that could be down to a, a whole load of things. Culture, your upbringing, advertising i know those things are all sort of interlinked but i'm just throwing out some examples for you here and these things they kind of they don't really matter when you think about it you know materialistic things cars social validation followers and likes these things are really not important when it comes down to things but it feels like they are and what we usually tend to forget is that and this is something that i've found out myself through doing meditation the quality of your mind determines the quality of your life. 
thoughts and feelings such as happiness and suffering, these are just sort of sensations that arise naturally with inside of us. And although they arise inside of us, they're actually formulated by our relationship to the outside world. So good and bad perceptions of the world are dependent on your state of consciousness. Essentially, engaging in meditation allows you to change your response to the world. Now, that doesn't mean that sources of stress and discomfort and self-doubt will disappear. Unfortunately, they're always going to be there. But rather than trying to change that external world, you can just reduce the suffering that it causes internally by practicing strengthening your mind, essentially. That's the best way that I can describe it. It's like lifting weights for the mind. When we're lost in thought, we, we forget to realize that these good and bad thoughts and feelings, they rise up and they simply pass away. For, for example, say you've had an argument with John and you're really annoyed about this and you're, you're strolling down the pavement and you're, you're actually having an argument in your, in your head with good old Jonathan. What's really interesting is if something diverts your attention, it actually distracts you, say uh, you see Christopher over the road and you go over and you say hello even though you're in a bad mood. Within 60 seconds of this new interaction, you'll find that it's actually next to impossible to keep that thought trail going, that, that argument in your head because you've been distracted by something externally. Now, what that shows is, is that thoughts are very present when you're thinking about them. But as soon as you stop thinking about them, they just disappear. Now, meditation teaches you to simply notice these thoughts. Instead of actually grabbing the thought, you, you simply just let it pass like a cloud. It'll be there for a couple of seconds. But if you can disassociate yourself from that thought, then you're on to the right path of not letting that suffering continue. So when you notice anger rising up, it becomes easier to be less angry. And when you simply notice and don't act upon, you know, the feelings of sadness as they arise, it becomes significantly easier to come to terms with it. Now, I need to reiterate here, meditation doesn't stop anger, but it allows you to notice it when it arises and it allows you to shorten your time being angry from hours to moments. Now, the sort of meditation that I use is called Vipassana. It means insight meditation, but you may have heard of it through popular culture referred to as simply mindfulness. Um, there's plenty of apps for it. There's Headspace, Waking Up, 10% Happier, Calm. There's, there's loads that you can go and jump on there. Um, and I highly recommend you do. Usually they're around £10 a month or something, but you're investing into your own well-being, and I think that's definitely worth spending the money. So insight meditation, which is referred to as mindfulness, as you know it, is a sort of, it's a, a form of clear, non-judgmental, undistracted attention towards thoughts and feelings. So like I said just about, you see and a, a th the, the feeling of anger or a thought of anger rise up. And instead of grabbing it and holding it and really entertaining that thought, you just imagine it as a, as a cloud, you know, you let it pass. Or imagine it as a wave in the ocean, you know. You, you can't stop it and you're only gonna tire yourself out if you keep trying to push against the tide. So really, the best thing to do 
is to just sit with it until you know the waves until the tide sort of calms down now the beauty of meditation is that it shows or has shown scientifically long-lasting changes in attention cognition emotion and pain perception so what studies have found is that through hours and hours of meditation um, there have actually been structural and functional changes to the brain which means it's in in the simplest way to describe it the brain is wiring itself up differently purely from the act of meditation especially in areas like empathy there's there's a lot of hatred in the world and i think that if people were more in tune with their emotions and their thoughts you would see a significant significantly happier and healthier and more caring um world so one of the key things about meditation is, is that you don't have to uh, adopt any weird or wacky religious beliefs for me i actually see this just as an exercise exactly the same as going to the gym you know that um it's like curling a mental bicep really it makes your brain stronger and it makes you um a, a significantly more rounded person so ultimately meditation can serve as an antidote for your suffering it's especially in a time when when there's a world battling for your attention you know um your phone television emails the news they're all trying to get your attention and kind of feed off it so the ability to just sit with your own thoughts and feelings is one of the most powerful things that you can do to help your well-being okay i think i'm going to round that up now um i hope that you enjoyed that if you did feel free to talk to me about meditation i've always got time to talk about that and if you start meditating after listening to this, like I said, there's plenty of good apps that you can jump on. I think Headspace has uh, a, a deal with Spotify. So if you're a student, you get Headspace for free. But if you've listened to this and you felt like you want to give it, give it a go, let me know. Keep it up. Keep going. You won't see changes immediately. It's kind of something that works over like a two, three month, five month period and something will happen where something will annoy you and you'll realize, oh, wow, I would have reacted differently to that, say, if I hadn't been meditating for the past three months. So that's all, folks. Speak to you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>